0: Revelation 17 3 So He carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit on a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. God has designated names and titles by which His servants may be lawfully addressed. The titles of men of God reflect the services they render to God and God's people, as well as the special gifts of God they bring to bear in God's church. However, there are some names and titles that should only be used with respect to the Godhead. To ascribe such names and titles meant for the Godhead to any human being amounts to blasphemy and deification of man, which is idolatry. God is jealous of His names and titles, and will not share His glory with any man. Exodus 34:14 For you shall worship no other God, for the Lord, whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. Isaiah 42-8 I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. For the avoidance of doubt, let us go to Scripture to find the titles by which men of God or servants of God in the New Testament Church may legitimately bear. Ephesians 4:11, And He gave some, apostles, and some, prophets, and some, evangelists, and some, pastors and teachers. 1 Timothy 3 1 This is a true saying, If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. The Acts 20:17, And from Miletus he sent to Ephesus, and called the elders of the Church. From the Scriptures cited above, we find the entire range of names and titles servants of God who rule over God's church may be lawfully called. A man of God may be an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor or a teacher, depending on his calling and the spiritual gifts he operates. If a man of God oversees a group of God's people, he is a shepherd, a pastor or a bishop. These terms all mean the same thing a superintendent or an overseer. Every member of the fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor and teacher, is an elder in the Church of God. These are the titles and names by which servants of God in the preaching ministry may be legitimately called. Now, let us examine some titles servants of God bear that are offensive to God, and may be outrightly blasphemous. We will look at these titles in the light of the Word of God. Psalms 111 He sent redemption to His people, He has commanded His covenant forever, holy and reverend is His name. The first of these names of men of God we want to examine is reverend. The word reverend means to fear, to revere or to be afraid of. It is a name that is ascribed to God in the Scriptures, as the Holy One who deserves to be feared and held in awe. That a man will even consider to bear a title reserved only for God and which is inspired by God's holiness and majesty is unthinkable. However, some servants of God gladly carry that title about and demand to be addressed as such. What blasphemy! What an affront to God that a mere servant, a mortal man made of dust, will decide to contend with his Maker and rub shoulders with God a mere man to be called a reverend? This is crazy. This is blasphemy. Another title people call men of God that I find unscriptural and an affront to God as pope, father or daddy. Used of men who begat us in the flesh in the context of earthly or natural fathers, there is no problem with the title. But, used in the spiritual sense to mean spiritual fathers, I find it unscriptural and an encroachment upon God's prerogative. Matthew 23 9 And call no man your father on the earth, for one is your father, which is in heaven our Lord makes it abundantly clear that we have only one spiritual Father in heaven, and as such, we should not call any man of God Father, in the spiritual sense, here on earth. We are all brothers and sisters in the faith, and only God in heaven is our Father. To address any man of God as Father or Daddy or Pope, in the spiritual sense of the word, is unscriptural and blasphemous. Servants of God, you are a brother to every other believer. Be happy for your people to call you brother. You are not Father or Daddy in the Lord. You did not father anybody in the faith. There is only one Father in the faith, and He is in heaven. He's not you. Stop taking God's glory or position. You are just a servant and a brother. Closely related to the title of Father is the title Master. It was a title of honor the Pharisees of old loved to be addressed with, and which Jesus found offensive, because it's His personal title. Matthew 23 6 and love the uppermost rooms at feasts, and the chief seats in the synagogues. Matthew 23 7 and greetings in the markets, and to be called of men, rabbi, rabbi. Matthew 23 8 but be not you called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all you are brothers. Matthew 23:10 neither be you called masters, for one is your master, even Christ. We have only one spiritual master or rabbi, and his name is Jesus Christ. Any man of God who allows himself to be addressed as master is usurping the position and title of Christ. Every servant of God is just that a servant. To desire to be called a master when you're just a servant is delusion of grandiosity. It is pride and arrogance of the highest order. It is blasphemy. Another blasphemous name and title commonly ascribed to men of God is the title of general overseer or archbishop. It is enough that a servant of God be called an overseer or a superintendent of God's people. However, there is only one chief overseer over the house of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is the chief shepherd and general overseer of His church and not any man. He alone is the chief bishop or archbishop of His church. 1 Peter 5 1 The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. 1 Peter 5 2 Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. 1 Peter five three, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. 1 Peter five four, and when the chief Shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fades not away. 1 Peter two twenty five, for you were a sheep going astray, but are now returned to the Shepherd and Bishop of your souls. John ten eleven, I am the good Shepherd. The good Shepherd gives His life for the sheep. John ten fourteen, I am the good Shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. Jesus Christ is the good Shepherd the chief shepherd and the general overseer of the church of God. He is the overseer over all overseers. He is the general overseer. No man should call himself the general overseer of any church, for that title belongs to Christ. Christ alone is the high priest over the house of God. Hebrews ten nineteen. Having therefore, brothers, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Hebrews ten twenty. By a new and living way, which He has consecrated for us, through the veil, that is to say His flesh. Hebrews 10:21 and having an high priest over the house of God. Hebrews 10:22 let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Hebrews 4:14 4, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Hebrews 4:15 for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4 16 Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy, and find grace to help in time of need. Closely related to the title of general overseer are such titles as prelate, primate, and cardinal. They mean first in order of preeminence or first in importance. The only one who is preeminent in the Church of God is the first begotten, who is the head of the Church. Only Christ should have the preeminence in the Church, and in all things. Colossians 1 16 For by Him were all things created, that are in heaven, and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, or dominions, or principalities, or powers, all things were created by him, and for him. Colossians 1:17. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Colossians 1:18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. It is only arrogant, proud and boastful men in the church who love to have the preeminence among the brethren only such worldly-minded people who love the praise of men, as well as exaltation and glory, revel in being called primates, prelates or cardinals. 3 John 1 9 I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to have the preeminence among them, receives us not. 3 John one ten Why, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he does, prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith, neither does he himself receive the brothers, and forbids them that would, and casts them out of the church. Such men who love to have the preeminence among the brethren usually are destitute of the Spirit. They are carnal men who have no understanding of what it means to be a minister or a servant of God. A minister is a servant. A servant is not a lord or a master, but some power-seeking and glory-chasing ministers of Christ would rather be lords over God's heritage than be just servants. They must therefore have the befitting titles to match their lordship. 1 Peter 5 1 The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, And also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. 1 Peter 5 2 Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. 1 Peter 5 3 Neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples to the flock. The problem with some of our leaders in the church is that they copy the worldly leaders in seeking to be served and honored by all. They think honor comes by amassing outlandish titles and having people genuflex to them. They think having flattering titles makes one really great. What delusion. Let's hear what Jesus has to say about this carnal quest for greatness. Matthew 20:25 20, but Jesus called them to him and said, "You know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority on them." Matthew 20:26 20, "but it shall not be so among you, but whoever will be great among you, let him be your minister." Matthew 20:27 20, "and whoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant." Matthew 2028, 20, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. John 13.13 13, You call me Master and Lord, and you say well, for so I am. John 13.14 If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. John 13:15, for I have given you an example, that you should do as I have done to you. John 13, 16, Truly, truly, I say to you, the servant is not greater than his Lord neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. John 13:17. If you know these things, happy are you if you do them. A true leader is servant of all. A true minister is the chief servant of the people. He does not seek honor through flattering titles, but through humble service. The true servant of Christ has the mind of Christ, which is meek and lowly. Matthew 11:29. Take my yoke on you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest to your souls a true servant of Christ seeks the honor and praise which come from God only, and not the praise and honor of men. The Pharisees love those flowering titles because they love the praise of men. Let us seek the true praise and honor which only God can give. John 5:44. How can you believe, which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that comes from God only? In conclusion, let us desist from giving God's titles and honor to men of God, who are just mere servants saved by God's grace and kept in ministry by the same. To give God's glory to man can attract the awful wrath of God. Let us learn from King Herod the acts twelve twenty and Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon, but they came with one accord to him, and, having made Blastus the king's chamberlain their friend, desired peace because their country was nourished by the king's country. the acts twelve twenty one and on a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and made an oration to them the acts twelve twenty two and the people gave a shout, saying, "It is the voice of a God." And not of a man, the acts twelve twenty three and immediately the angel of the Lord smote him, because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms, and gave up the ghost. Let us not give flattering titles to men, so that the wrath of God will not fall on us too job thirty two twenty one let me not I pray you accept any man's person, neither let me give flattering titles to man job thirty two twenty two for I know not to give flattering titles in so doing, my maker would soon take me away. Thank you so much for visiting this blog. We appreciate you and the precious time you spared to read through this lengthy post. If you were blessed by this message, kindly like, comment and share to others, with due acknowledgement of the source. You can also follow us to have subsequent posts sent directly to you through your email. God bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen.